0: What changed for you that compelled you to quit this really good practice as a top cardiothoracic surgeon and pivot into this world of prevention?
1: I mean, it was easy because I realized that instead of patching people up, I could empower people to never have to get patched up by me. And I could, you know, I did 10,000 operations, but my books have now been read by millions of people. And at least from the feedback I get, I've changed millions of lives. And But there was no guarantee
0: that any of that would have happened.
1: And the sad thing is, I mean, quite frankly, teaching people how to eat does not pay well. And to my wife, I mean, we went through incredibly hard times, went through all of our savings, went through, we sold our houses, sold our cars, rented apartments, going from kind of, you know, top of the income brackets as a heart surgeon to teaching people how to eat. And my wife, to her credit, you know, stayed with it the whole time and said, you know, This is what you got to do. And I said, you know, I could always go back and, you know, I can start up my career as art surgeon again. And she said, no, you know, this is, you know, this is the path and something good is going to happen from all this because I was getting great personal satisfaction by, you know, watching somebody with an autoimmune disease with severe IBS or with severe Crohn's reverse their autoimmune disease. Hashimoto's thyroiditis, make it go away. And people with heart disease clean out their coronary arteries. So there's nothing more personally satisfying except it just didn't help the bank account very well. So how did you
0: make that turn (laughs) from not quite being on food stamps, but definitely not living the high life, selling all of your biggest material goods to... Starting to make some money. What was it that changed?
1: Well, two things. I Luckily, because of all my patients, I had a wealth of experience with what worked and what didn't work with dietary recommendations, with supplement recommendations. I would send people to Costco and Trader Joe's to buy supplements. And this was before Amazon, and so I, I wrote a book back in 2007 that got published right at the height of the Great Recession, which is not a good time to publish a book. And we we really hoped that that was going to do it, but it didn't. But then, and I think here's another example. It was a really good book. If if that book had been a super bestseller, I probably would have said okay, I know everything there is to know about nutrition. And, you know, I'm the god of nutrition and I'll just kind of keep saying that. Well, because it didn't, and because I kept seeing patients, I kept an open mind that, oh, you know, this recommendation wasn't all that good. And what if I had said this? And so when another few years went by, literally 10 years, I wrote The Plant Paradox, which kind of said if you read the two books, you go, wow, you know, these don't agree a whole lot with each other. And that's because I spent another 10 years learning from my patients. And it was that 10 years, I guess, of modesty that I wasn't the smartest person in nutrition that allowed me to keep looking at this. And then simultaneously, Speaking of luck or magic or magic, I was invited to speak at a, at a meeting called Summit and it was a small gathering. And at the end of the meeting, a guy who appeared did not have two nickels to rubbed together, long hair, holes in his jeans, a wonderful millennial walks up to me. And he says, hey, you know, that's really interesting what you were talking about. Have you ever thought about doing a line of supplements? And my wife and I rolled our eyes because many supplement companies through the years had come to me and saying, hi, we'd like to put your name on our line of supplements. We want you to endorse them. And I go, no, I couldn't do that because I know too much about supplements, what works, what doesn't, and I would have to have control." of what goes in the supplements and so we never reached a deal even though it would have been lucrative and so this guy says i said i'd have to have control of making you know what goes in the supplements he says, oh okay well you could do that you could do that with us and i go okay you know how you know, who are you what's your distribution and he says oh well, we do 45-minute infomercials on the internet. And my wife turns to him and goes, right, who's going to watch a 45-minute infomercial on the internet? And he says, well, you might be surprised. And so we said, maybe we should look into this. So we signed a contract to come out with my first supplement and now 120 million views later Gundry MD to our knowledge is the is the largest internet based supplement company in America and kind of the rest is history
0: Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of Tea 4 c And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at the number 4 coffee dot or text me at two oh two two three six five seven one two that's two oh two two three six five seven one two